Welcome to the Bold Pass Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello there. Welcome back to another Bullet Pass Podcast episode. I'm your host, Drake Rick. Good morning or good afternoon or good night to wherever or in whenever you are listening. Um, today, we are going to be talking about Matthew Stafford and the Jared Goff trade that went down last weekend. We're also going to talk about Derek Carr, trade rumors, and NFL draft votes. So, first, we're going to start off with none other than the Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff trade. Boy, it was a big one. The Rams gave up two first-round picks in 2022 and 2023 and a third-round pick this year and Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. That was it. Matthew Stafford, that was it. The Lions didn't give back any picks. So the Lions got a pretty good haul for Matthew Stafford. Um, just tells you like how much of a not-so-good quarterback Jared Goff is. I mean, for, for you to give up Jared Goff, a number one pick, and two two more first-round picks and a third-round pick for just Matthew Stafford, That's that just proves how bad Jared Goff is, but also proves how good Matthew Stafford is and how much better Matthew Stafford is than Jared Goff. So the Rams get a huge upgrade at quarterback, in my opinion. Lions get some very good draft capital for their for pretty much their future rebuild. They're going to be rebuilding now. Uh, you know, Goff coming to the Lions, NFC North, it's probably going to be really tough for him. He's had a very tough time facing NFC North opponents. Uh, so this will definitely not be good for him. And this was the first trade between two number one picks. It's never happened before until now. Uh, I just want to get to what Jared Goff said after he was traded. He said he was glad to be somewhere where he was appreciated. All right. So here's my problem with this. It's not that he wasn't appreciated. I'm going to talk straight to Jared Goff right now. It's not like that you weren't appreciated. They appreciated you as much as they could. This is a business. Okay. This is not, this is not of like a giant counseling organization. It's not, it's football. If they have the opportunity to get the best player at the right positions, they're going to do it. And obviously you sucked. I mean, you sucked against the Packers. You sucked down the stretch. You let your team down. The defense was really good. You were not. That's why your team even made the playoffs in the first place. Now, you feel like you got your feelings hurt because you got traded away. Really, you should be glad that the team that you were just on got better at the position and get over it. This is a business. You've been replaced because you sucked. It's not because they didn't hate you. It's because you just straight up sucked. If you don't want to get traded, play better. It's that simple. 
Okay. I'm over it now. I'm just tired of quarterbacks just having their feelings hurt so easily. Like guys like Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, fragile guys. They're fragile. Carson Wentz gets benched because he sucked. And just like, oh, I don't want to play with this team anymore. This team won't start me. This team won't give me the starting job. Yeah, you've got to earn that starting job. You suck. Jalen Hurts played better than you. So that means you get to sit on the bench. It's that simple, really. Just because you were drafted number two overall, number one overall, does not mean you're guaranteed a starting spot your whole career. Look at Mitchell Trubisky. He took it. Mitchell Trubisky, he sucked too. Just like you, just like you and Jared Goff. And you, or you and Carson Wentz. I'm talking to Carson Wentz and Jared Goff now. Mitchell Trubisky, he took it like a man. He understood, yeah, I sucked. I've not played well. Nick Foles? Yeah, it makes sense that he's starting over me. Except, you know, Nick Foles sucked too. So, and that's what they realized. So they started Trubisky again. And guess what? He played well. You just wait for your opportunity. Don't just say, oh, my feelings are hurt because I got benched or because I got traded away. Yeah, because you weren't good enough. Get better and your feelings won't get hurt. I think I'm done now. The Bold Pass Podcast is on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Apple Podcasts. And forgot Radio Public. Make sure to check us out on those platforms. You can listen to us anywhere. Derek Carr trade rumors. I got that in, I got around that in six minutes. All right. Derek Carr trade rumors are heating up. This happens every offseason. Derek Carr is always mentioned in trade rumors. Um, but the most important rumor is that he could be involved in a Deshaun Watson trade. If if the Texans want a quarterback that can win now, Derek Carr could be a guy that can come in, you know, get you, you know, 25 touchdowns, less than 10 interceptions. He's that type of dude. Like he's a slightly above average quarterback. Nothing more you can ask for. That's still very valuable, valuable in the NFL. So this would be involved in a Deshaun Watson trade. The Raiders would get Deshaun Watson. The Texans would get Derek Carr. Now, obviously, the Raiders would give up more than just Derek Carr to get Deshaun Watson, probably a couple firsts, maybe uh, uh, an impact player as well. Um, it's also been mentioned that there's a three-team deal. So some teams could be giving up, you know, another team could be giving up something for something else. I mean, it said that it was a three-team deal. I think it's crap. I think that all this these rumors are crap but it's worth mentioning for right now since there's uh since the offseason you know you gotta there's nothing much going on uh still waiting on the super bowl which is going to happen this weekend um so you got to mention that stuff so yeah Derek carr in in some deshaun watson trade rumors teams that could potentially get them obviously adjusted the texans uh you could look at the colts you could look at the bears you can look at i don't know you can look at this, not maybe not the Steelers. You could, I mean, if maybe the Falcons, maybe the Steelers, the guys with older quarterbacks, maybe the Patriots. Patriots would definitely be an option. Man, what are the Patriots going to do at quarterback? I 
I honestly don't know. They are really lying in the weeds. They could be, they could be lying in the weeds about Deshaun Watson, man. They could really just come out of nowhere and trade for Deshaun Watson. Anyways, now we move on to the NFL draft, and this one's going to take uh, forever. I want to make sure that I can go through the mock draft. This segment is going to take forever. So I was looking at the draft network. This is probably my favorite place to look at mock drafts because they consistently come out with mock drafts pretty much twice a week, it seems. Like they are just coming out. Like this guy is already on his mock draft, 5.2, um, and his name is Jordan Reed, not the tight end um, in San Francisco, by the way. So, mock draft 5.2, Trevor Lawrence at one, makes sense. Jets at two, I really want the Jets to commit to Sam Darnold because I really think he has a lot of talent, and I might be really dumb to think that. Like, I could be really, really stupid, but, I mean, if they really want to have good quarterback play, they got it surround the quarterback with good good uh players offensive line crappy receiving core crappy they need to get they need to make sure that the offense around the quarterback is also good the quarterback isn't a rookie quarterback isn't going to come in and just dominate without a good offensive line and okay to i mean average to good receivers like that's just how it is so I don't know if you get if you draft a guy like Zach Wilson. I don't think you should expect MVP type or Pro Bowl type numbers right away um, if he's on the Jets. So that's that's my point there. Dolphins with Jamar Chase, receiver at three. Interesting. Uh, I'm not a big guy on taking receivers or corners uh, this high up on the board. Um, so, but Jamar Chase, he is one of the best wide receivers we've seen come out of college. So uh, it's worth it. It's somewhat worth it in some people's eyes. And, you know, I'm not going to completely kill the Dolphins for taking Jamar Chase at three because he is a really darn good wide receiver. Now, if they took a guy like Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle, I'd say no. I'd say definitely not. Uh, Falcons at four with Justin Fields. Again, I still think that, you know, if Matt Ryan's got a few good a uh, few good years left in him I'm if he doesn't you know he had a couple bad years the last couple of years like worst of his career but if he comes back this season plays not so good again then you think about the quarterback I don't think this is a year right now I still think that Atlanta has one more year to try to compete I know that they've tried to compete time and time again and they've just failed but if they can just, you know, add a guy to that defense um, here with the fourth pick, like Patrick Sertan or Micah Parsons or um, let's see. Yeah, that type of dude, because this is a this is a defense dominated draft. I mean, an offense dominated draft. Excuse me. Bengals at five with Panay Sewell. Again, uh, you know. I would prefer Rashawn Slater. I'm I'm starting to prefer Rashawn Slater over Panay Sewell. Um, that's just me. You know, I've loved how Rashawn Slater played against uh, Chase Young, who was the number two pick last year and one of, was one of already one of the best edge rushers in the league uh, this just this past season. So 
Uh, we don't know if Panay Sula's really had that type of um, that type of competition against him, but Panay Sula still looked like he dominated. Um, still looked like he dominated uh, last uh, the season before he opted out, of course. Um, and it gives Joe Burrow protection. So I love them taking offensive tackle here anyway. I, You know, if a receiver falls, I mean, sure, you could take one, but I think offensive tackle is also has to be priority here. I would think tackle before receiver here just to give Joe Burrow some protection. And he's already got some decent receivers. He's got um, – mm-hmm. excuse me, that was my phone. Uh, you just – you want to – just surround him with guys that he's already got wide receivers. Excuse me. He's got um, T Higgins. He's got, uh, geez, why can't I not think today? Ada Green swashed, but I'm, I can't think right now. Auden Tate. Um, then there's one other guy that was super good. Anyways, we got to, we got to go. This was, that was a terrible segment. Uh, Patrick Sertan at eight. I mean, six for the Eagles. Uh, you know, if I would take Jalen Waddle here, if I'm the Eagles, um, I think I do think Jalen Waddle is, uh, if he's picked outside the top five, I definitely think he's worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think corner should be the least of the worries. I think you know, wide receiver definitely needs to be one of their needs here. Trey Lance at seven for the Lions. Uh, I don't think the Lions are going to rush to take a quarterback uh, this year because they said that they really wanted Jared Goff, and they and I think that they are going to have Jared Goff as a starting QB, especially when they're paying him that much money. Um, I think they're going to wait and select maybe a, like a Spencer Rattler or a Sam Howell next year. Um, but nothing, no information has come out about them, you know, committing to uh, Jared Goff as a starting quarterback, but they did like Jared Goff and they think that he can come in and be their starting quarterback. I believe they, I believe that he will be their starting quarterback and I'll think they'll take another impact player here. And it could be anything. Their roster has not been good. Kyle Pitts at tight end uh, for the Panthers at eight. I mean, yeah. I mean, they lost Greg Olson a few years ago. Um, you know that Ian Thomas hasn't um, developed much. Yeah, I would definitely be on board with that. Caleb Farley at nine to the Broncos. That's Caleb Farley. He's like Kyle Fuller to me. He's just a rangy uh, playmaker. He can, if you throw the ball anywhere near him, he's going to pick it off. So uh, that's the type of Vic Fangio corner. Yeah, I like it. Rashawn Slater at 10 for the Cowboys. I don't know. If you select a tackle here, do you move Lyle Collins in at guard? I mean, they have Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins at both tackles. I don't know. Do you move Rashawn Slater into guard? They could do that. Rashawn Slater into guard, that wouldn't be bad. Uh, Yeah, so that offensive line would definitely be way uh, back to what it was um, in 2016-2017. Devontae Smith at 11 for the Giants. I love this pick. For the Giants, Daniel Jones can get a weapon. Um, 
that has the potential to be better than Odell Beckham Jr., uh, the Heisman Trophy winner. Definitely an interesting uh, add to the receiving core that already has Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate. and uh, But they need another guy, though. They need another guy in there. Uh, you know, if Kyle Pitts falls, I would like them to take Kyle Pitts, Pitts too because, man, Evan Ingram has been such a disappointment. Uh, Quiddy Pay at 12. Uh, Quiddy Pay, do they? I don't think the Niners can afford to take another defensive lineman here. I think they need to take a guy like maybe an offensive lineman because, you know, who knows if Trent Williams is going to be gone. I don't think they should take a quarterback here, and I don't think they will because I think they'll commit to Jimmy Garoppolo. Excuse me. Chargers at 13. Christian Derisaw. Yeah, they do need another tackle. They already have uh, Trey Turner at a tackle who they traded for uh, last offseason. So get that other tackle there, and you could have complete protection for Justin Herbert in that offense is going to look really nice with Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and um, just a solid offensive line. Justin Herbert's going to be dynamite. So they the, the thing is, you hope that Brandon Staley can turn that defense to what it was a couple years ago uh, when they were competing um, in the divisional round uh, against the Patriots in which they got blown out. Christian Barmore for the Vikings at an interior. Yeah, they do need a, a, some interior guys there. Um, they were really lacking in that area. They just need guys on D line in general. Um, yeah, the only relevant guy there is probably ever, uh, Daniel Hunter. I almost said Everson Griffin. But yeah, that's a good pick. They could also use a uh, tackle here as well. 15 to the Patriots is Jalen Waddle. Um, yeah, this is a steal for the Patriots. I, I think Jalen Waddle is a top 10 guy, and they go, they get him at 15 and a huge need a wide receiver too. Um, they're probably going to let Cam Newton go, so I imagine Brian Hoyer or Jarrett Stidham starts if they don't change up that quarterback room. Um, I'm a big fan of Jarrett, Jarrett Stidham, so I would like to see him get an opportunity, but I doubt that happens. I think they are going to try and add a quarterback over the offseason. 16, the Cardinals, they take J.C. Horn. Um yeah, I mean Byron Murphy has he has Byron Murphy really not been that guy. Patrick Peterson is getting older. Um, oh, I lost my spot here. Um, yeah, I guess they've been moving. They've been moving Byron Murphy into nickel. I haven't paid much attention to Byron Murphy. Um, but yeah, the JC Horn at sixteen wouldn't be bad. Three corners in the top sixteen though. Uh, definitely uh, not a popular trend, um, according to recent drafts. Oakland, uh, excuse me, New Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. Gregory Rousseau, the edge for Miami. Gregory Rousseau, he does have a high ceiling. He does, and it says it right here. A high ceiling, um, but he's got a really, really low floor. Uh, but he was a, he was a big time pass rusher before he opted out, um, and he was he was a consensus consensus number one edge rusher before this season. Um, 
but now he now his teammate uh, Jalen Phillips looks to be moving ahead of him. So this is an upside pick. The Raiders do need upside on the edge, on the D line, basically. Um, they need pass rush. So Greg Rousseau, it definitely makes sense for the Raiders to get him. It's just he's got a really really low floor, and who knows if they really need to be taking that risk right now when they could be, definitely be competing. Micah Parsons at linebacker for the Dolphins at 18. This is an absolute steal. I didn't even realize that Micah Parsons was falling this far. But Brian Flores gets another uh, toy on that defensive uh, defensive uh, side of the ball. Um, you know, they already got Kyle Van Noy. They've got um, Xavier Howard. they got Byron Jones. They've got plenty of weapons on that D-line, too. So this is this defense just gets better and better with the Micah Parsons pick. And just after that, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa goes to Washington at 19 from Notre Dame. Washington does need a lot of linebacker. Cole Holcomb has been very uh, very solid for them, uh, but they do need a guy next to him, and Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa can definitely be that guy. Um, he's one of my uh, man crushes in this draft, very athletic, very strong uh, guy who's very good in pass coverage. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like that. I really like that pick. The Bears get Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker falls to the Bears at 20. I did. I really thought that Elijah Vera Tucker wouldn't last after uh, 15. Um, I mean, 14, where the Vikings would pick. So, yeah, this is definitely a, definitely a steal for the Bears. Uh, he's an offensive. He, he's an interior offensive lineman here, but he could definitely be a tackle. Um, this, yeah, the Bears need they need tackles. Their interior is pretty solid with white hair, Daniels, and you could put in Mustafer, you could put in bars. I would put in Mustafer. Mustafer has been pretty good. Uh, but both tackle spots very iffy with Massey and Leno. Leno was a pro bowler a few a couple years ago, and he's really fallen off. Uh, Massey always hasn't he he hasn't been that great ever. So they need to sure up at least one of those tackle spots, and Elijah Barry Tucker can definitely do that. And hopefully Charles Leno can maybe go back to get back to that Pro Bowl level. Jalen Phillips here at for the Colts at twenty one. Wow, that D line just keeps on getting better and better with Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips, Darius Leonard, Justin Houston, uh, Bobby Okereke, um, just some dudes um, on on that D line. Oziz Ajalari from the University of Georgia, one of the better uh, D linemen in the uh, in the draft, and he's again another upside guy, just like um, just like Greg Rousseau. If he can, uh, he just needs to perform uh, just like any other draft prospect. Um, I have nothing else to say about him. I haven't watched much film. Joseph Asai, same thing. I mean, Joseph Asai, he was pretty good against Tevin Jenkins, who's next. for uh, And Joseph Asai goes to the Jets at 23. A little early for Joseph Asai. I think they should take an offensive lineman uh, like Tevin Jenkins, who is next at 24. Tevin Jenkins is really rising up the boards here, and I really think Tevin Jenkins is one of the better tackles uh, in this draft, uh, probably top three, in my opinion. Tevin Jenkins is just strong, and he's 
just a big guy, and he's got a lot of talent, and he goes to the Steelers at 24. 25, Jalen Mayfield. Um, I mean, yeah, the Jaguars do need um, – they do need to replace Cam Robinson, uh, and they need to protect Trevor Lawrence. This is a perfect pick for Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars and Urban Meyer, too. 26, the Browns take Zavin Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa. Um, yeah, linebacker class, it's okay. I mean, I, I mean, the Browns get, if they do need a linebacker, and if it's really that big of a deal, um, then they do need to get it here in the first round because it's not very, uh, very deep. Uh, 27, the Ravens take Wyatt Davis. I think Wyatt Davis is really getting slept on in the draft process. So for them to get him at 27 is huge. Mac Jones falls all the way to 28 to the Saints. I don't see that happening. I think he really goes, he could go up as high as nine to the Broncos. So I don't know if I agree with him falling that far. Tyson Campbell to Packers at 29, a corner. They need a corner, especially with Kevin King um, making huge mistakes in the NFC Championship game. 30, the Bills take Nick Bolton, again, one of the second-tier linebackers. And, you know, they've only got, I mean, Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano. They need that guy to maybe replace Matt Milano. Alex Leatherwood to the Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean, get another tackle to upgrade from Donovan Smith. And Tristan Wirfs looks like he could be – they're uh, just their franchise guy on the offensive line. And then 32, the Chiefs take Kadarius Tony. That's a Chiefs pick to me. Um, although I don't really think they need – I mean, since they already got Tyreek Hill, that's a Tyreek Hill type guy. I don't know if they take a guy like that. But that is it. That is my opinions. Those are my opinions on the entire draft. Um, that will be it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. And have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Bullet Pass podcast. Look out for a new episode next week.